Hello, and welcome to The Pretty Podcast. I am your host, Paula Josh. I am a speaker and best-selling author to the book, Cross Addicted, Breaking Free from Family Trauma and Addiction. You can find my book on Amazon. I'm also the author of Letting Go from Family Trauma and Addiction, a seven-day devotion that you can find for free on the Bible app, YouVersion. But most importantly, I'm a trauma survivor, and I know what it's like to feel stuck for years in my pain and in my trauma and not know where to turn to get help. I felt lost, and that is why I knew that I needed to start this podcast to help people who may still be suffering. On my podcast, you will find tips and tools to help you heal and break free and to live the life that God has for you. I would like to leave you with one of the reviews. I love Paula's podcast. Paula uses her life experience to help guide you through healing from your own trauma and addiction. I have found her honesty to be heartwarming. Her podcast has brought reassurance that I'm not alone. And that is also my heart for you. I want you to know that you are not alone and that you can heal. If you do have a few minutes. I would appreciate it at the end of this podcast if you would leave me a review. People always check out the reviews before they listen to anything and they want to know what they're getting. Thank you. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Happy Thursday. Can you believe how close Christmas is? I can't. I can't. I can't. But I'm actually excited this year, and that's huge. That's really different for me. But today's topic, let me share that with you first so you don't go anywhere. You know I'm all about stories, but it is declutter your life to heal your soul. Declutter your life to heal your soul. And I just can't wait to just share on this topic with you because you're probably like, wow, what does that mean? What are we going to talk about today? But it's going to be good. It's going to be really good. But this morning I was just sitting here in my chair with my coffee, had a little bit of worship music on, and I had my hands lifted to the sky, like just thanking God for everything this morning, just thanking him, thanking him. And it has a lot to do with this topic because since I was a little girl, even until last year, any holiday from Thanksgiving to Christmas to the new year and birthdays were dark for me, you know, and what I mean by dark is that when these holidays would come, I would feel so depressed, laying in bed, just not wanting to do anything and just binge eating, binge, binge eating so bad to the point of feeling sick and my stomach hurt. And just doing that pattern for days and not being able to get out of it. But the thing about trauma, you guys, is that like certain days will come or certain situations will come and we'll be triggered and we don't even realize it until you start the healing process. And you're like, oh, because it took me many years to recognize the pattern of being triggered. And what was interesting is I was talking to a family that Um, a family member the other day and my sister-in-law said to me she goes oh yeah who she was married with to my brother for 24 years she said 
on the holidays, he was always depressed. So there's obviously something there from our childhood that holidays bring a lot of depression. And, and I'm sure because there was just a lot of abuse, brokenness, violence, addiction, you know. But back to the story of me raising my hands and back to this topic, declutter your life to heal your soul. I have my hands raised this morning because you guys, <clears throat> I actually am feeling joy for the first time in my life. And I'm 44 years old. I'm not sharing this with you to brag. I'm sharing this with you to let you know that if you're still feeling pain during the holidays, this can be you. And it's such such a process because what we don't realize, you know, if we take the time and effort, you guys, to do the work, it's going to pay off. I'm going to repeat that again. If you take the time and the effort to do the hard work, it will pay off. And if you follow me on social media, you have saw this week about me organizing my bedroom and my closet. I was a little forced to organize my closet, but I'm going to share that story with you too. But it's just, I'm realizing these gifts that are coming forth that I never realized that I had. But in order for me, and and I'm, I'm sharing these topics with you, but in order for me to get to these gifts, I had to do the unraveling of all the pain that was inside of me so that I could identify what these gifts actually were. And a lot of time people are like, what is my purpose in life? What should I be doing? But sometimes you guys, we have to take care of the pain and declutter our lives before we can take hold of our purpose. So I'm gonna let that sink in for a minute while I take a drink of my coffee while it's warm. So sometimes we have to unravel the pain that is inside of us before we can identify these goals. And so I have been writing in my journal for two years, clean up my closet, clean up my closet. But I've also been procrastinating to clean out my closet because I've been in between sizes. I've been at a size that I don't like. Okay. Long story short. And I'm like, yeah, well, when I get this weight off, I'll clean my closet. I'll clean my closet. And About a week ago, I was going to bed, you know, and I heard this loud boom, like at 1030 at night. And I'm like, what in the world was that? I was like, you know, I told my husband, I wonder if it's one of the animals jumped on something, knocked something down. You know, we looked all over and we couldn't find it. So I went to my bedroom to go to bed and boom, I looked right there at my closet And, you know, I got a couple small bars that hold clothes. And then I have like the large bar and the whole closet with the large bar collapsed. There was like a wood shelf on top holding tons of purses and blankets. And oh, my Lord. And then it was all just down nails out the wall, drywall everywhere. It was ugly. And I just looked at Matt and I'm like, wow. So I helped my husband get the clothes off in just in that one bar when we were, we put some clothes in the front closet, we put some on the couch, we took some downstairs. I could not believe how much stuff I had packed on that one bar. And long story short, um, I kind of bumped my husband out of the closet. He had just a few things and he had his clothes in the other room. So he's like, I'll just fix it later. And he was going to nail everything back up and put the bar up there. Well, 
he got the ideal a day later, why don't I just redo this closet? Well, first of all, a little bit about my husband. He's a very, very hard worker. You know, he used to be a painter. He built our home. He is just a man of many skills. And God has really blessed me with an amazing guy. He goes, well, why don't I just rebuild your closet into how you want it? I'm like, okay, so I'm doing Pinterest and I'm getting all these ideas and um, we made it happen. I mean, from a little chandelier up on top and all, we freaking made it happen. But I'll, I'll share also to you guys, as a little girl, I always dreamed about a nice house and a nice family. And when I got older and nice marriage, and it took me a couple of divorces to get to where I'm at today because of all the brokenness. So those divorces, and that was part of decluttering my life. And I moved a lot as a, as a kid, we moved a lot. And then also as um, an adult woman, I used to move a lot. And it, it's just, I think that's another thing I'm praising God for today is how I'm in this house and I'm just learning how to decorate and declutter, you know? So getting back to this closet story, he redid the closet and um, it took me like the whole weekend, you guys, but I cleaned out so much clothes. But what I didn't realize is I was buying clothes and buying clothes and just stuffing it in drawers and stuffing it in my closet. I mean, the stuff that I had tags on and it was just ridiculous, okay? But but here's what I'm going to tell you. With addiction, you guys, when you give up drugs and alcohol, then I, you know, then I still had this binge eating behavior, emotional eating, whatever you want to call it, but also emotional shopping. And that's what we do is when we have so much pain and we're so empty in the inside, we run to these outside things to freaking fulfill us. Okay. And so like, I cleaned out my clothes and then I made a trip the first night to a consignment shop and I made a hundred dollars and I was super excited. I picked up a few things and I also decided to pick up some jeans at the size that I'm at so that I have one pair of jeans for the size that I'm at. Okay. Um, they were like, I mean, size really doesn't matter. I'm not even going to go there. So I picked up a few things, but then like the next day, you guys, I cleaned out more clothes. And I have a friend who mails um, boxes to Guatemala. And so I feel really good about that. And I'm super excited for all the clothes that I'm sending there. And then I got my whole closet organized. And then once I got my closet organized, you guys, I started like cleaning my windows in my bedroom and dusting off my dresser. Don't go anywhere. I'm going somewhere. I promise you. And it just felt good. But you guys, the moment that I sat there and saw how I decorated this closet and I cleaned my room, I was like, I would have never been able to do this, you guys, if I did not work through the pain. I grew up, I've said this before, with a father in a prison, a mother that was an addict, and, you know, our house was dirty. There wasn't food. You know, there was no parental supervision. So, so many kids and so many people. I mean, so many people used to come in and out of that home. And I mean, I'm kind of getting a memory right now. Like I used to even, you know, and I, 
and I hope this doesn't trigger you, but I do want you guys to know, like I have had severe trauma, but there used to even be a person that would come through my window at night and sexually abuse me. Like, because our house was so open and I remember like never knowing. And then I started trying to figure out how to put a bar in my window so because he knew he can come to my backyard in the middle of the night and get through my window. I mean, thinking about that now is just crazy to me. And so that is why it's so safe for it's so important for me to have a safe house and a clean house. But it took unraveling the pain inside me. I truly don't believe that I could have decluttered my closet and been decorating my house if this pain inside of me was never healed because you guys, I lived in a state of survival. And you know what? Living in a state of survival is just getting by. It's just getting by. It's just taking the job to put food on the table. It's just doing the dinner dishes so that you can go to bed at night. There's no extra peace. There's no extra joy. There's no extra fulfillment. There's no extra purpose. There's no time for decorating. That is where I used to live. That is where I used to live. And so you guys, in order for us to declutter our lives and to heal our soul, we got to start unraveling the pain is number one key. We do that with a trauma therapist. We do that with somebody who is safe who's willing to listen to our story without judgment, who's willing to say, I understand, I've been there too, but I've healed and so can you, okay? So I'm not going to tell you the method to heal because God does it in different ways, but start to unravel the pain inside of you. And if you've not started your journey, let 2021 be a year to begin Maybe even at the end of this year, we have a few days left. Start looking for that trauma therapist. Start looking for an online recovery meeting. You know, depending what state you're in, like we're in Michigan where we're on lockdown. And if you are, I'm just going to throw this tip in there. You guys, if you are in a state of lockdown, because Michigan has been on lockdown for so long, you guys, that I forgot how to get dressed. And so I have been practicing get putting makeup on and doing my hair, even if it's every two days, I've been practicing it because I was realizing that not getting dressed and putting my hair in a messy bun was becoming the norm. Okay. So let 2021 be a year that you unravel your pain through a therapist, recovery program, a safe person who understands healing from trauma and healing from addiction. And then the next thing I want you to talk to you about is cleaning up people, places, and things. And what I mean about people, you guys, let me ask yourself, we have to start evaluating relationships in our life and say, when I get off the phone with that person or when I am around that person, how do I feel? How do I walk away? Now, maybe it's a spouse or you're living with a, a person that is triggering you and you can't get away with them. In that situation and scenarios, you have to learn situations that you can be safe. 
you know, and, and doing that could be finding your voice, but you know, like if they're projecting something on you, that's not truth, you could say, you know, I'm sorry that you feel that way, but that's really not my truth. Hey, that's, or you could say, that's maybe how you see that, but I don't see it that way. And that's not my truth. You know, it's learning to find your voice and not allowing other people to project stuff on you, but not letting other people vomit on you, not letting people manipulate you, manipulate you or guilt you or make you feel shame. Okay. And then places, people, that was about people and then places where, what environment do you need to create in your house to feel safe? Start there. What do I need to protect from coming in my house or going out of my house to keep me safe? What places do I need to avoid in your heal? Okay, there was places and people that I had to avoid in order to heal in my healing journey. And a lot of those people got hurt and I lost a lot of relationships, a lot of friends, didn't talk to family members. But you know what? I had to do it in order to heal. I had to let go of caring what people think because you know what? And I'm going to, my father is no longer living because I could share this. I could only visit my father twice a year. I got so triggered around him. And I look at pictures now that he was such a traumatized man. That guy has been through so much in his life. You know, I wish that I could have spent more time with him and not been triggered, but 98, 90% of his time, he was on drugs and alcohol. So there really wasn't a way to spend time with him, you know, and I guess I have to take back that percentage because I wasn't with him all the time, but, um, and even one he wasn't using, he would call me once in a blue moon and lash out at me. And it was just like, he didn't know how to answer a proper question without screaming at me. And it reminded me of the violence and the abuse when I was younger. And I could not do it, you guys. I couldn't. But you know what? When he was on his deathbed and he was on morphine and he couldn't move, I held his hand because that was the first time I felt safe. And I wanted to see what it felt like to hold my earthly father's hand with to feel safe. And I believe that God gave me that gift, okay? So cleaning up people, cleaning up relationships, places, and then things. Things goes to decluttering. This year, start looking at your spending habits. Look if there's stuff that needs to go in the garbage, if there's stuff that you can sell at a consignment shop, if there's stuff that you can donate. Start cleaning up things in your life that you don't need. And here, let me give you a little tip, you guys. Throughout 2021, maybe you're like, I'm going to start just in this little corner of this room. Like not to overwhelm yourself, start in little corners, start in a closet and give yourself a week, but let it be a year that you declutter. You guys, I have two, my inner circle, I have two really, okay, hold on. My motivation popped on my phone. The time you spend alone with God, oops, it popped off. I was going to read it to you, but it just popped off really quick. So um, what was I saying? Oh, I have two really good friends. 
that are in my inner circle who love to decorate and they do an amazing job. I used to get jealous, envious when they would go to their, I would go to their house. Their house was so clean and so organized that I always left feeling bad. And they've been my friends for many years. And so probably about five years ago, they started taking me to Michael's and Hobby Lobby. And for the first three years, I would have to tell them I'm too overwhelmed. I have to go. I'm done. My mind would shut down because I did not understand decorating. I'm like, if I just got the dishes done today, I got the dishes done. There's no way I can even think about decorating, right? But then as I started to unravel my pain and trauma therapy and my recovery program, I would spend a little bit more time in Hobby Lobby and Michael's and I started letting them come to my house and teach me stuff and I gave them permission to move stuff around or tell me to get rid of stuff, right? And then now, six years later, yo girl, you know, I always like to say that is going to Michael's and Hobby Lobby and decorating all by herself. If I need to, I'll FaceTime my girlfriend and say, yeah, yes or no to this, or where should I put this or whatever. But my point of sharing this is that when you declutter your life, your gifts come out. You guys, if you've read my book and you know my story, I was illiterate until I was 21. Who in the heck would have thought that I would have been an author? I hated to write in school because I didn't know how and I was so embarrassed that I couldn't read and I couldn't write. Okay, you guys, um, this magazine publishing house, or I think I, I don't know, I don't have it right in front of me. Um, but they just read my book, right? And they judged it and they sent me a review. And you can get like one is low and five is five. I got a five in all these categories, but I got a four in grammar. And somebody would look at that and get super sad. And I'm looking at that like, that's amazing. Like if these people only knew where I came from, I'll take the freaking four. Because to even think of being an author, you guys, 10 years ago, if you would have said that to me, I would have laughed in your face. So in this podcast, realize when you start to unravel your pain, your soul begins to heal and the true you begins to come forth. Doing the hard work is so worth it. Doing the hard work is so worth it. There are so many gifts inside of you waiting to come out, you guys. God, I believe that God wants you to expect nothing but the best, you guys. We got to stop placing limits on the life that we think that we deserve. Stop placing limits on the life that you think you deserve. I didn't think that I deserved an amazing husband. I didn't think I was worthy of a clean house. I didn't think I was worthy of driving a nice car. Even when I started to have and get these things, I lived with survival's guilt. Survival's guilt is you felt guilty that you had these things and other family members didn't. But you know what? Every time that guilt tries to come upon me, I have to say, nope, that's their life and this is mine. Because I know that as we continue to do the hard work and we have faith, you're going to be amazed at all that God's going to do in your life if we continue to work, work, work hard 
And and in this working hard doesn't mean we strive. It just means that we're not going to give up and settle and stay stuck in where we're at. Recap. To clutter your life, to heal your soul, unravel your pain, clean up people, places, and things in your life, start to evaluate your relationships, start to evaluate the things in your life. Do you need it? Do you not? Do you need to get rid of it? Evaluate the places. Do you need to avoid certain places? Do you need to make your home a safe place? What gifts are waiting to come out? I woke up to a text this morning asking me to pray for an addict. In closing, you guys, would you agree with me that the text I got for that person's child who is suffering, would you agree with me that that person would be healed and delivered of every generational curse and generational past, um, generational curse? And I pray for the person who's listening to this that may have a loved one who's struggling with addiction or if you're struggling with addiction or if you're trying to heal from trauma, I just pray that for breakthrough in your life and healing. And we know that God can do it, that God is a father to the fatherless. He set the captives free and he loves us and he will give us the strength to let go of the things that we are dependent on. And he wants to heal every part of our hearts. It's a promise. It's one of his promises. So I pray that this podcast blesses you in every way. I pray that more healing comes in your life so that you live the life that you deserve. I truly hope that you enjoyed this week's episode. Everything that I share comes from my heart because I want to help you heal and be the best version of yourself. If you haven't already, make sure that you follow me on my Facebook motivational speaker page and also on Instagram. I also have a YouTube channel and then of course here on my podcast and then a couple more resources is I have a letting go of family trauma and addiction devotion on the Bible app version, and you can find my book Cross Addicted Breaking Free from Family Trauma on Amazon. I would really love it if you left me a review on this podcast, if you hop over to Apple and leave me a review, because that helps get the word out and help more people. Thank you so much.